welcome back. Thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) What I want to talk about on this podcast, I actually want to ponder the thought is I'm trying to figure out how did everybody get COVID for Christmas? <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's weird to think about it when you think about everybody that you knew got COVID for Christmas. I mean, it's a strange concept, but you think about it like you ask someone, like, hey, what'd you get for Christmas? Oh, man, I got a new bike. Oh, man, I got a new car. Oh, I got engaged. Oh, I got COVID for Christmas. <laughs> but everybody that I know, myself included, got COVID for Christmas. So let's go back. I mean, at the time of this recording, we are still in the midst of a global pandemic, right? Um, COVID's running rampant. Uh, you've had a couple of versions of COVID. You had uh, the OG COVID. Um, and then you had the remix, which was Delta. Uh, and then the latest variant, Omicron, or as some folks like to call it, the Omarion. <laughs> Um, And I'm not I don't want anybody to think that I'm making light of this because obviously COVID is a very serious issue. But again, everybody that I know, almost all of my friends, family, friends, family got COVID over the Christmas holiday. Uh, Now, let's go back. I'll just let me speak about me just on a personal note. Um, I've much like most of you listening have done my best to avoid COVID. Um, You know, anytime I step outside my house, I'm wearing a mask. I'm very cautious about what I touch. Um, Hadn't really been going out to dinner like I normally would. Um, Pretty much trying to avoid crowds. Um, particularly crowds where I'm not outside, uh, indoor crowds, basically. Uh, I've been pretty cautious, but, you know, just like anybody else, you know, I've probably put myself in situations where I've been in the presence of people who had COVID and maybe I didn't know it, but maybe I, but I probably was masked up at the time. Nonetheless, if you go back Let's go back from the time of this recording to let's back up a couple of months to the month of November. Uh, If you've been following the podcast, I mentioned on the podcast how uh, for Thanksgiving, my family and I, we took a trip to L.A., went out to L.A. for a week, California, enjoying the sun and fun. Got a chance to, you know, spend some time with some family out there, um, friends, my boy Jay Fresh. Uh, got a chance to meet homie Baylor. Shout out to Baylor the Great, BTG for president, fellow podcasters, little brother right there. Um, got a chance to see him. Got a chance to take in the Lakers game. Uh, had great seats and got a chance to see the Lakers battle the Sacramento Kings. 
um, in triple overtime. And, you know, flying from Atlanta to L.A. and back from L.A. back to Atlanta, you know, still managed to avoid COVID. Then a couple of weeks later, uh, the highlight of my year uh, on December 10th, um, our oldest son, Dion, graduated from Alabama A&M University. So we got a chance to go up to Huntsville, Alabama and watch our oldest child graduate from college. Uh, can't tell you how proud I was and how proud I am. And I'm going to be honest, I have been on cloud nine since that moment, but there'll probably be a podcast about that. So I'll, I'll get into that a little later. <laughs> um, the day before that, uh, celebrated my 49th birthday on December 9th. Um, you know, traveled to Huntsville and went out to dinner with my family. Uh, you know, hung out with my parents. I haven't been or seen my parents on my birthday probably uh, since college, I would guess. Um, my parents live in South Carolina, but obviously they came up for Dion's graduation. Um, and then on December 11th, we had a graduation dinner for Dion. At this restaurant here in Atlanta, we had uh, over 40 family and friends attend. Um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dinner. Great dinner. Um, got a chance to celebrate and honor Dion. And, you know, still managed to stay masked up and avoid COVID. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, not to mention just the day-to-day moving around. So, you know, and then uh, when was that? December 18th. Um, as you know, if you've been following the podcast, I did a podcast about it, uh, got a chance to see my alma mater, South Carolina State University play against Jackson State in the celebration bowl here in Atlanta. Uh, as I mentioned on the podcast, South Carolina State was victorious 31 to 10 and are the national champions of black college football. Got a chance to see a whole bunch of people I went to school with. A lot of hugs, daps, handshakes, you know, talking and conversations, uh, mostly with masks. <laughs> but obviously, if you go to a game that uh, I think they said over almost 49,000 people attended, um, let's be honest, this is a super spreader event, right? Still managed to dodge COVID. <laughs> uh, and the game was played at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in downtown Atlanta. And, you know, it's not an outdoor stadium. It's a dome. So the roof was closed and, you know, I'm sure that Omicron was in the building. But <laughs> less than a week after the game, your boy tested positive for COVID. And I know what you're thinking. Okay, he went to that super spreader. He had to have gotten COVID at the game. Uh, Not quite. I was actually able to trace how I got COVID. Um, just as the school year was wrapping up, or at least the first semester of the school year was wrapping up for my kids, uh, our youngest daughter, Skylar, is in the fifth grade. Uh, Skylar, one of her classmates, tested positive. And it's one of her best friends, right? So, you know, obviously we got contacted on that Sunday saying, hey, you know, this child tested positive. 
Skylar is going to be in for contact tracing. So you may want to get her tested. And, you know, this has happened before. So, you know, we were we took the proper steps as far as getting Skylar tested. Uh, we were a little bit concerned because uh, at the time, you know, even though it happened before, this was Skylar's best friend. So she sits right next to her. So we're like, OK. And then Skylar had this little cough. Right. She didn't have a fever. She didn't have any other thing. She just had this little cough. She woke up cough. She said she said to us that she woke up coughing. I didn't hear a cough, but she said she was coughing. So I was like, OK. And so we took her to get tested. So Skylar tests. And that particular weekend, Skylar spent a lot of time with her brothers, um, mainly Dion and Brandon. Um, so, you know, I didn't like think about it, but like I probably should have, you know, thought about, well, maybe if she has a cough and again, the cough was so slight, like she might cough once every three or four hours. Probably should have gotten them tested, too, but. Got Skylar tested. Test came back in less than 24 hours. Skylar test positive. So we're like, oh, okay, here we go. So now we're trying to isolate Skylar in the house. And then my wife was like, you know what? I took her to the testing and, you know, I didn't have a mask on. We were in a car. I probably should get tested too. And then that particular day, Dion woke up with a headache and a slight fever. I think his fever was like 100 degrees. So my wife and Dion get tested. Next day, they test positive. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> so now we have to isolate them. So at this point, now that my wife's test, I can't be around her. So now I'm sleeping downstairs. And, you know, Dion's in his room, Skylar's in her room. So now it's just left to me and Brandon and Cameron, right? My um, 19-year-old Cameron and my 15-year-old Brandon. And so we isolate, we go get tested the next day. And that day that we got tested, we all tested negative. But later that day, Brandon said he was really, really tired. He lost his appetite and his throat was scratchy. He said he just kept, <clears throat> he kept doing that. And I kept asking, I said, man, what's wrong with you? He's like, dad, I just feel like something in my throat. But he wasn't coughing. He wasn't didn't have a fever or anything like that. Um, he just said something was in his throat. He just kept clearing his throat like all day. And later that day, I mean, so later that day, he was basically showing symptoms, but he had a negative test. So I'm like, OK, we need to isolate Brandon, too, because he's probably going to test positive. Right. So now it's down to me and Cameron. So me and Cameron. For the next three days, we're holding down the household. We're cooking food. Well, I'm cooking food, but <laughs> we're feeding everybody, keeping them hydrated. Uh, surprisingly, Skylar, my wife, Sharice, and Dion's symptoms probably lasted 24 hours, if that. So the symptoms like really came and went, right? And so... But we're still isolating. We're still wearing masks in the house and we're still, you know, I'm I'm still sleeping downstairs. <laughs> so then uh, Cameron's isolated, too. And so everybody has a room and everybody's, you know, kind of, you know, spaced out in the house or whatever. Nobody's coming in the kitchen. And like I said, me and Cameron really are holding it down. And then Christmas Eve. 
your boy gets up and it felt like something was in my throat. And I just kept, I was just doing this all day. And like my wife said, is, are are you okay? And I mean, like, I just, I didn't feel anything. I didn't, you know, I felt fine. I was still running around, you know, doing stuff for the family or whatever like that, going to the store, of course, masked up, not touching anything. Um, but you know, it was just weird. I just kept clearing my throat and then woke up Christmas morning and I had a cough, a slight cough, but I had a cough. Like I would cough every once an hour, but I had a cough. And then I checked my temperature. I checked my temperature. My temperature had raised to 100.2. Um, so I had a low grade fever, scratchy throat, slight cough. Okay, I'm probably going to test positive for COVID. (laughs) So I have a positive, I mean, I have a negative test. Me and Brandon have negative tests. But what I'm thinking is, is that Brandon probably, because he got symptoms later that day, he's probably going to test positive. And obviously I'm about to test positive. So now we're like, okay, so now we need to isolate everybody but Cameron. And so everybody's isolated in a room. I I have to retreat to my, uh, my home office, my library. And uh, <laughs> blow up an air mattress, and I'm sleeping on the air mattress, and I f- I feel fine. I don't. I had a slight fever. I took um, I took I think it was an Advil for the for the fever, and the fever went away. Never had a fever after that. Um, but I'm highly contagious at this point, and you know I've got COVID. I haven't tested positive yet, but so the day after Christmas, me and Brandon and Cameron go to get tested. We're in separate cars. Brandon is in the car with me. Cameron's behind us because at this point, Cameron still hasn't tested negative. I mean, he still hasn't tested positive. So we want to we want to try to isolate him to make sure that he's still not, you know, going to catch it. So being Brandon test and our tests come back and we're positive. So it's now it's the isolation point. You know, you got to isolate. And the CDC had everything kind of confused because it was like you should isolate for 10 days. Then they said you should isolate for five days if you're asymptomatic. So I wasn't sure how long i needed to isolate but i was isolated from my family um my wife at that point had taken over you know cooking and taking care of everybody and i had soup and i mean honestly i ate i ate soup a couple of times but for the most part i ate what i normally eat each day i had chicken one day i had pork chops one day i think i you know i had i ate a lot of fruit um which is something i don't do but i got kind of hooked on oranges for some reason um but it was I'll put it like this. I've had colds that have made me feel worse. And I don't want to minimize or make people think like COVID is not a big deal because it is obviously. And I, I mentioned on this podcast before, and it's worth mentioning, you know, I, um, last year in 2020, uh, 2021, I lost my aunt, my aunt Connie. Uh, she passed away from COVID. Um, and I miss her. And so I'm not, at a point where I, I I think it's a joke, uh, you know, I'm vaccinated. Uh, both my wife and I have our booster shots. Our kids were vaccinated, so the Omicron version of COVID, you know, really, I don't want to say it didn't do much, but honestly, there was no side effects. Like I didn't really feel bad. I just had COVID but the thing that I was you know happy about was that 
you know, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't see anybody. I could actually pinpoint the moment. And well, I know when I started getting sick, um, because my first thought was, did I get it at the game? Because, you know, there was a small window of space where I could have possibly gotten it at the game, but I didn't get it at the game. You know, I got it from Skylar and, you know, I'd been around Skylar and I'd been around Skylar without a mask and, you know, in the midst of taking care of her and then taking care of my wife, probably got it then, you know, in the house, touching faucets and sinks and, you know, <laughs> door handles and stuff like that. So anyway, um, but as I was, you know, coming down with COVID, I started, you know, reaching out to my friends, let them know what's going on. And almost all of my friends had COVID. Like I have a couple of friends that had colds, but they never got tested. So they don't think that it was COVID, but I think it was COVID. Like there's, they had the symptoms. Um, And then I had a couple of friends that tested positive. And like <laughs> one of my homegirls, she texted me and she was like, you know, hey, I, I woke up, I was, you know, sweating in my clothes and I sweat through all my clothes at night and I was coughing and sneezing and I woke up and I felt like shit and I woke up the next day and, you know, I'm, I'm okay now, but I'm still kind of coughing. I was like, you have COVID. And she was like, no, it's not a COVID. It's probably something. I was like, go get tested. It's probably COVID. And so she texted me back, you know, a day later after she got tested <laughs> and the text just said, fucking positive. <laughs> And I don't mean to laugh, but it was just funny. Just read, just you have to know her just to read her text and just for it to say fucking positive. But yeah, I mean, like all of my friends, um, I had family members that, and these family members weren't around me. It's just this Omicron is everywhere. And I, I'll be honest, like if you don't have a K, what is it, N95 mask? Because I think for a long time we were wearing these cloth masks. Now, I, I had a thing where if I was outside, I'd have on a cloth mask, particularly if it was hot, I'd have on a cloth mask. But if I was sitting inside like I was at, at that um, football game or at the Lakers game, you know, I'm wearing, you know, the N95. But I think what they're not telling us is that those masks aren't effective at all they really aren't. And so, you know, you have to be honest with people. You have to let them know like, Hey, this isn't working. And these masks aren't working. And, you know, you run the risk of getting COVID. If you use just a regular cloth mask, and that can very well happen. And that I'm sure happened to a lot of people. I'm sure it happened to a lot of people because everybody that I know got COVID from Christmas. So where do we go from here? Um, I don't know because Omicron is so prevalent and it's so um, contagious that I don't want to I don't want to tell you that you're going to get it. But honestly, if we're, if we're if we're keeping it a bean, we're keeping it 100. 
you're probably going to get it. I hope and pray that I'm wrong, but if you're vaccinated, you have your booster shots, if you don't, I would I would suggest that you do. And the reason why I say that is because that's the way to beat it. I don't know what kind of shape I would have been in or my friends would have been or my family would have been in had we not been vaccinated. And again, I stopped short, as I mentioned on a previous podcasts, I stopped short of telling people that, you know, I'm not for saying that everybody has to have it because, you know, I, I'm not in the, 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 the space to tell people that they have to have it. But I would suggest that you do. Do your research, make your own decision from there. The thing that I would hate would happen to any of you is for you not to be vaccinated, not be protected, and then you get COVID. And, you know, I've seen posts and seen people talk about stuff. And, you know, somebody mentioned the other day, like, well, what's the purpose in wearing a mask? Because, you know, everybody's getting sick anyway. Well, unfortunately, the people who are getting the sickest right now are little kids. And that's terrifying. At least to me, it is. It's terrifying because when I say little kids, I'm talking about the little kids who are under five or six years old that can't get vaccinated. And these are the kids that are ending up in the hot. These are the people. This is the number one demographic of people who are ending up in the hospital. And that's unfair to them because as a parent, particularly, and I don't think you necessarily have to be a parent, but I'm just going to give you my perspective as a parent. Nothing is worse than seeing your child sick. Especially when you know that there's nothing that you can do to help them. I don't ever want to have to take my kids to the hospital. For anything. Because there's nothing you can do. Now, I mean, it's up to you as to what you do. Again, I'm not here to preach to anybody. I'm just here to give you my side of the story, my perspective. Um, I don't want anybody getting COVID in 2022, but the reality is the way that this Omicron is working, I honestly, if you, if you haven't had it yet, I can't tell you that you won't get it. I know people who had the OG um, uh, COVID and then they got Omicron. So that means they've had COVID twice. So you can get it again. And there's honestly nothing to prevent me from getting it again. I'm, I'm trying not to get it again. The reality is, is that, you know, there's your body builds up certain um, antibodies or what have you. So it's probably not likely that I could get Omicron again. But who's to say that, you know, that there's not another variant that's coming down the pike? Because honestly, as long as COVID is here, we're going to have different variants. Some may be more uh, stronger than others. Let me give you some numbers on these masks. With a cloth mask. If you are in the presence of someone who has, if you're in the presence of Omicron, you have less than 10 minutes to be around them before you're infected. If you have a surgical mask, 30 minutes. An N95 mask, two and a half hours. So I would suggest that at the very least, you get a surgical mask. Those seem to be a little bit more effective than the cloth mask. 
But the reality is you can't, if you don't have an N95 mask on, you can't be around someone who has COVID. And here's the reality. Most people aren't walking around saying, hey, I got COVID. <laughs> I got it right here in my back pocket. And I also want to share you guys, share with you guys a little story, um, something that happened to me the other day. Um, this was yesterday, matter of fact. Um, I went to get gas, right? Jumped out the truck and I'm at the pump. There's nobody on the other side of the pump. The car had just driven off. So um, I'm getting gas and, you know, I'm just kind of focused on what I got to do after I get my gas, right? excuse me and so i didn't grab my mask because again i'm standing there at the pump i was it was cold so my my intentions were to pump the gas and jump back in the car jump back in the truck and so what happened was i jumped out the truck you know put my card in you know started pumping gas whatever like that and I see a guy, I see a shadow kind of walking towards me, but I'm not really paying any attention because I, I couldn't really tell if he was walking towards me. There was no car there, so that he had no really reason to be walking over there because I'm I'm really on the last pump at this particular gas station, right? And, you know, crazy stuff happens at gas stations, so I'm always kind of, you know, keeping my eye open. And then I look up a little bit more, and I realize that he's approaching me. Now, this man is approaching me, and he doesn't have a mask on, right? And he says, excuse me, brother. Okay. <laughs> so excuse me, brother. We, we're doing this, uh, we're doing this thing at the church, and he goes to hand me this paper or whatever. They have a fundraiser, what have you, like that. And he's trying to sell me on it or whatever, like, you know, I guess to buy a ticket or whatever. And I stopped him. I said, excuse me, brother. I said, can you step back for a second? So he steps back, and I step back. And I said, man, I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, I'm not interested in what it is that you're selling. I said, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I said, I just got over COVID. I said, now I've retested and I'm negative. I said, but you approached me without a mask on it. You have no idea what kind of status that I have. I said, now, what if I still had COVID and you walk up on me without a mask? I said, you should at the very least protect yourself take care of yourself and then we'll make sure we can take care of each other. I was like, I'm not telling you to wear a mask. I was like, but you out here walking up on people. You don't know what these people have. And he couldn't have been no more probably about 40, 45 years old. And he looked at me, he said, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I said, no, no, I said, no reason to apologize. I said, I just had to be honest with you. I was like, I didn't have my mask on. I said, because I just wanted to jump out the truck put the nozzle in, turn the pump on and jump back in because it's cold out here. I was like, but normally I have my mask on. I was like, but I just got out of quarantine. I would hate for you to get COVID from someone just because you walked up on them. I said, because that's not fair. I was like, but I, I would be remiss if I did not let you know that. And he thanked me and he walked away. And I wanted to tell that story because I think, you know, I mentioned before, like, COVID is not sitting on the corner with an M16 that you can see. We're fighting an invisible battle. We don't know when it's going away. We can't assume that it's going away. We're going to be taking booster shots 
probably for the next few years. I know I will be. And I hope you are doing the same. But I wanted to put this out there because I think, you know, also there's a level of, I don't know, maybe some <laughs> some shame or embarrassment about getting COVID. I, there's nothing to be ashamed about. I mean, it happens. I didn't get COVID because I was <laughs> at the club. <laughs> I didn't get it because I was at the strip club. The most, you know, young, the youngest person in my house brought it into the house. I, and she got it, honestly, just from, just from sitting next to her friend. It happens. Even if I had gotten it at the game, it, there's just no shame in that. It, it, it happens. One interesting thing I, thing I saw on, um, on Facebook uh, was one of my Facebook friends, she posted, she said, hey, I went, you know, to, I'll say Cleveland to go home to visit family. She said I had a great time. And she said, but I left Cleveland with a lot of memories, but she said, I also left Cleveland with COVID. She said, so if you saw me over this Christmas break, please go get yourself tested. She said, I did everything that I could, you know, my proper procedures or what have you masked up and everything. She said, but I caught COVID while I was at, you know, home. And she said, I suggest you get tested if you saw me this past weekend or this past week or whatever. And I thought that was very bold and brave of her, you know, because there's no shame in that. But she may have saved a couple of people. We don't know. So the moral of the story is. Again, I'm sure that most of you listening knows somebody if you yourself have not between Christmas and the new year of 2022 caught COVID and to be honest there's some of you listening that will probably get it in January the numbers just suggest that that's probably going to happen do your due diligence take care of yourself take care of each other and that's it that's going to do it for me ladies and gentlemen thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.